Welcome, everybody, to the first edition of the Gamer Dad Chronicles with Clearfire. I'm your host, and we're going to be talking and discussing about different things involving dad gaming and everything that goes around with that. And so hopefully y'all will enjoy this podcast series. It's definitely under the H&K banner that uh, me and Hollywood Cole run. So hopefully you'll enjoy this and have a good time listening and getting some different perspectives on gaming from a dad's perspective and maybe even sometimes even from a mom's perspective when we can squeeze that in. So I'd like to introduce our first guest ever on this podcast, and it is the incomparable, the gentleman gamer, the... <laughs> Other half of the H and K video game experience, Hollywood Cole. Hollywood Cole, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. What's up, everybody? Oh, I'm so excited to do this one. This is like I said, this is a a new twist on a podcast for us, and hopefully, it fills a hole that you know we we you know not covering there. So we're going to jump right into it. And first, just want to get um quick question there is, you know, at being a dad gamer, as we all know you are, because we definitely have heard your kids in the background a few times. I know you've heard my kids and <laughs> all that fun stuff like that. Um, so just quick question. How do you, how do you um first, how do you, how, how would you start off with gaming with a kid? I mean, that's, you know, uh, the big question everybody has, you know, especially when you first have a kid, how do you balance your gaming life with your dad life? Um, yeah, when you first have a kid, man, you know, I'm sure you're overwhelmed just like me. And, uh, I don't know. I remember just kind of like, you know, being a gamer before, and then now you, you just had all the time to game you wanted whenever you wanted. And then now you can't, and it was a big shock at first. But uh, you adapt quickly or, you know, just kind of, um, and I just remember thinking, you know, I went to the bathroom one time, closed the door, locked it. And you're like, oh my gosh, I finally got peace. You know, I finally get a little bit of peace. I might be a cell phone gamer from here on out, you know, but I was like, man, this is going to not be good. Um, and a lot of it has to be adjusted with, um, you know, how are you going to sleep at night? You know, or when the, the kid goes to sleep and all this. And I have three kids. And it's different when you have one kid than it is when you have three. Uh, I would say it's probably harder with one kid. It's just because you do things differently. And uh, a lot of those is, I got to get my child to go to sleep. You know how I get my child's children to go to sleep? I say, go to sleep <laughs> now. I don't <laughs> lay there with them, you know, and read them a book and all that. I mean, we do, but that we do that because it's a different thing, not to get them to go to sleep and hope they fall asleep so then I can finally get my time. I mean, I remember how it was with one kid. That's not the way you do it because you can't do that with three. So, so uh, when, with one kid, you know, you did kind of wait till they went to sleep, and then maybe you get on the, the game at night. But by the time you finally got time to play, you're dead tired, you know. So, uh, it was tough at first. I mean, it really was. And now my routine now is uh, they're in the bed about eight or eight thirty, and then that's my time to either game or we'll watch a movie or whatever the case. You just balance the marriage life with the gaming life. But it's usually about eight thirty, and I'll play for an hour and a half. And then I'm done, you know, <laughs> so that's kind of how it is for me, man. I that, hope that answered your question. Yeah, I think that covers the question. And, and it kind of segues into another part, too, is like, so with being a dad, a gamer, and of course, being married, how do you balance, you know, how do you balance that with the marriage there? You kind of started saying a little bit there about it. But, you know, how do you balance that to keep the other side happy? Because I know from your instance, you are not married to a gamer. So that definitely proposes a different aspect there. Yeah. She's not, she's not a gamer. Uh, 
and she has a little bit of a, you know, there's a, I don't want to get too far off subject. Maybe we'll cover it later. I don't know, but there's a little bit of a stigma with some people when it comes to video games, particularly people that never played them uh, and their parents never played them. And they just kind of, Oh, video games are just a complete waste of time, which they're not. Okay. It is a hobby. It is fun. There are, you know, my son plays Minecraft and that's just, that's just Legos, right? I mean, it's just online Legos essentially. Um, so there are some fun educational games like that are using your imagination type of games like that. Um, but anyway, with the marriage, uh, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, you just got to balance time. Like, you know, on the weekends, uh, you don't really want to, you're not going to spend all day gaming, right? You're going to do stuff. That, you know, I go to work. I'm just trying to, I don't really know the answer other than just kind of tell you how I do my day. You know, like I'll go to work, come back. And sometimes I've had a long day or usually every day. Right now we're playing Minecraft Dungeons, me and Jacob. So we'll sit down and uh, that's my oldest son. And we'll play that for about an hour. Then it's dinner time. We all go eat dinner around the table and then we'll hang out. We'll watch shows together. We'll play a game or we'll read or, or whatever the case we're going to do. And then, like I said, at 830, it's time to game again or do something with my wife. But uh, you just got to kind of balance that, man. Uh, you don't have to give up gaming just because you get married or just because you have a baby. You know, a lot of people will have, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody has a friend like that that was gaming with you and then they have a baby and all of a sudden they disappeared off the face of the earth. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it just takes some time to get into that groove. And some people just, you know, they don't come back to gaming because it's just not a priority for them. To me, it is a priority. It's just kind of my unwinding. It's my hobby. So that's kind of, it's fun to do. We've talked about, well, I won't get into, I won't reference any HK <laughs> podcast on here because we don't, <laughs> this is oh, a whole you can reference thing. them, man. You can reference them. That's fine. Well, we just talked about, you know, why we game. And so that's, it just kind of talks about why it's a hobby for me and why it is important. If it's not important to you, if it's not a hobby for you, uh, that means anything, you might not understand it. You know, I've told somebody that sometimes I'll go home and say hello to everybody, give everybody a hug and kiss. How were How was your day? And I go to my office and turn on a game for a little bit just to unwind. And like, what? Oh my gosh, that's exactly what you do. And I'm like, yeah. And they just kind of laugh. And it's like, well, what do you do? You know, <laughs> so what do you mm -hmm. possibly do besides talk and hang out for a minute? And then, you know, you got plenty of time and we got, you know, you get off at, you get home at 4.30 or 5 and then, you, you know, you got five or six hours. So I don't know. It's uh, it's just whatever uh, you want to do, I guess, your priorities for gaming or not. So. Well, it sounds like to me that you've got, got it. I'm not going to say all figured out, but you've got a good path of how you get your gaming in, how you get your family time in, your work time in. And I know with you, you've got all kinds of other side projects you like to do as well. And well, it seems like you've got some time to squeeze some of that in as well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you reminded me of something and I do want to say this. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't have it figured out, but when it, when uh, I do come home game, like there's a thing that I like to do if I get close, I like to platinum games that I really enjoy. Uh, and I'll go kind of go through there. I just got finished doing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I went back and touched up on that one, and I was about to platinum it. And it, but it took a lot of grinding. And so when I'm almost there, I just it just kind of consumes me, man. I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. I got to do it. I got to do it. So I'll get on there. But I will be able. To, I will tell you this: the way I know that I'm that I'm gaming too much, or uh, well, it's pretty much gaming too much. Is I can feel it in the household, right? The wife is kind of colder. Um, are just kind of just kind of doing her thing and you just kind of feel it and you kind of stop and go, wait a minute, dude, I've been gaming like five days straight and not been paying any attention to my wife. That's just kind of woman that my wife is. She won't jump all over me and be like, you got it. You've gaming too much and blah, 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 blah. She'll just kind of 
okay, if that's what he wants to do, then that's what he wants to do. And then we'll kind of, you've kind of feel it growing apart, if you will. It sounds so, so detrimental, yeah. but I mean, it's, you know, you'll feel it uh, kind of, you know, not as warm in the house. So then you go, oh, okay, I'm, you could just stop and go, oh, wait, I've been gaming too much. Let me cut this off and let me go spend some time. So well, kinda, I don't like it to get that far, but sometimes you, it does. Yeah, well, that kind of reminds me of the phone conversation we had uh, what, yeah, uh, yesterday morning when you called me. And uh, Hollywood actually had to call, actually called me while I'm digging a hole for a pool we're about to like put seven in. seven in the morning. My in-laws. <laughs> yeah, it's like se- it was 7.40 in the morning and we're already cracking at this and me and my wife are working on this. And so I was like, hey, I got to take this call from Hollywood. I got, I got to talk to him because we're, we're planning a podcast. She goes, okay, you got a few minutes. And I, I can kind of take that tension that that Hollywood just mentioned and see it in that same situation. Although it wasn't directly about gaming, it was about our podcast. The the wife just gave me the look across the hole that we're digging, and like, and gave me the phone signal on hang it up, hang it up now. It's, it's you got to get back to work. And so I, I definitely can see where where you feel that tension. I get that idea, and that's kind of that's kind of how I, I have that happen for me as well. So, um. So let's let's look at it from, you know, let's look at a couple different things here. You know, one thing that I've always wanted to ask you a question about, because this is something I kind of look up to you about, because I'm starting to have my son getting into the age of gaming, and I've started him out on playing Mario Kart. What was the first game that you started your son at, and about how old was he? Um, That's a good question. Uh, I want to say it was Minecraft. A lot of times he would watch, because I didn't feel like teaching him, because that's a pretty in-depth game to teach and you can teach them. Hey, this is how you knock a block down. That's why you place a block, but then you go into this creative mode and it's inventory and they'll just lose their mind in there. Um, but I kind of said, Hey, you know, just watch me play for a little bit. We're going to, I'm going to build our house for when you learn how to play it. And he gets his account and all this. Well, and he kind of gets it and he just starts playing it. And I tell him like, don't go into my world or whatever. Cause I'm trying to get a plat. If he makes it creative, it'll mess it up. But, uh, he started playing his own world and then he got real good at it. And now, you know, I'll get on there and he'll show me stuff on what things do and stuff. It's pretty cool. But he kind of just does that. He's just like me. I mean, uh, there's a video game, you know, people say, Oh, you know, video games are bad. But why is he doing it all day? Well, first of all, he shouldn't do it all day and nobody should do anything all day long. Right. But, um, too much of anything is bad, but, if you tell him to get off the game and then we're just, he's just going to go sit there and watch TV. I'd rather him be on a game, you know, playing and, and using his imagination and this kind of stuff. So, uh, I like that that's happening, but it's, uh, it is just Minecraft is really what it was. And he plays Mario too. He played Mario, uh, 3d world. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, it was one of these Mario games. He played Mario maker for a while and, you know, they'll eventually get good at it. He hadn't played Mario Kart, but he would, get good enough at it he's played pikmin he finished pikmin 3 or whatever on my oh, wow. wii u yeah and so but he was getting you know all the coins and stuff and wario world and doing these secret worlds that i didn't even know were there mario 3d world so he, he can kind of play all of them and i like for him to just mess around on there now him and my daughter will play minecraft together he's been playing portal night so it's just real simple child ch- children's games i don't let him play Fortnite or anything where there's going to be free reign of just you know, terror amongst the teenagers, whoever, if they get killed, you know, killing people. But, uh, he's got some friends that play. He's got a couple of friends on this friends list, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty much just Minecraft though. Just something simple and enjoy the joys of gaming, but not get too caught up into it. But then we turn on Minecraft dungeons. He knew right away. Of course he's eight now, so he can kind of pick it up and play, but we've been having a great time playing that together now. 
Awesome. Awesome. Um, so you mentioned your daughter, like what she started getting into. I, I, I figured that, you know, since you're such a big gamer, all of them are going to eventually follow in your footsteps. <laughs> well, she's uh, she just kind of got into Minecraft because Jacob, they play together and she wants to play and she'll cry when he didn't let him let her play or he's playing with his friends or something. Sometimes she's five. But uh, they actually played this game called Goat Simulator. <laughs> It's just like I a goofy love that game. game. Oh, so <laughs> so, they had a good time playing that. And they'll make up their own stories with it. You know, like, hey, I'm coming to your store. I'm going to buy. I mean, just like we used to do when we were kids. And I have a sister. You know, we'd set up a shop. Mm-hmm. Pretend like you're buying whatever, your toys. And just, oh, $5, ma'am. You know, whatever. They'll talk like that. You'll hear them with a goat set up on the other side of a bench or something. <laughs> you know, And so they're just using their imagination. And you get a little bit more visual stimulation. But, uh, you know, so it's, uh, that's what's kind of what they do, but she's, I wouldn't call her a gamer. She didn't really play. I didn't let her play Minecraft dungeons or, uh, just cause I didn't feel like, you know, I wanted just kind of to go through it first. And then once, once we finish it, I'll let her and Jacob play it. And then she might get into it then. She's not going to understand the level up system and all that kind of stuff. She just likes to mess around on there. She didn't build houses on Minecraft. She just kind of smacked stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how my son is with uh, Mario Kart 8. He just, you know, tries to go around the track, and if he gets anything higher than last place, he's all super excited. You know, <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that's basically it. He's, he's last. You can see him getting better and better, and like there's times when he's getting, you know, close to getting third place, and then he does something silly and just, <laughs> you know, basically is driving against the wall of the track, you know, and gets down to ninth. But the game's know, so hard, even if, if you uh, even if you are good at it, it's so hard to get first because of all the randomness. It really is. That, that one is that whatnot. one is a tough one. So, um, I, I'm just free willing this here, guys. So I'm sorry that this one's not formatted. I'll probably have Hollywood on again to cover more stuff as well too but um just some 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 more things like um when you're gaming with your kids do you you know um do do you prefer them to watch you game i mean like say for instance you're playing a game like zelda breath of the wild do you like them to watch you game they did watch that one they they liked watching that one actually uh they usually don't like watching games i mean i kind of want to turn on every once in a while i'll get my retro stuff out and i'll turn on like an old mario or something and i hope that they would oh that's cool what is that no they don't they just uh you know jacob either is going to play or he's going to bounce but it's usually uh if it's before bedtime or something sometimes they'll come in there and hang out and watch but he usually kind of gets upset if he if i don't let him play but see this is my office so the whole point of this getting this office here is where I got the computer where we're talking my video game collection, all my video game stuff. This is my like getaway. Right. And, uh, so it's no kids allowed. Well, they just kind of dominate. They just kind of took over, you know, <laughs> when, when I'm not here, they're in here. I'll get a call at work. Uh, dad, I think I messed the PlayStation up. And you're like, okay, what's going on? And it's really never anything, but I think I accidentally bought something, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> he'll call me up and ask about it or he can't get it to work. And I say, just leave it alone. But they kind of come in here and, and play, but I do like them to, I wish they'd kind of watch and, you know, cause you like to watch, uh, we play games. I mean, whenever war chief Gaddy, he's LP, he'd like to come over and watch all the time. Symphony of the night. Um, and I go, dude, you want to play or something? He said, no, man, I'm really just enjoying watching, you know, and it's just fun to, I like that. You know, I guess it was just Twitch before it was a thing. Uh, but, yeah, it uh, was. I mean, I remember us doing that all the time. Yeah, people like watching, and I mean, and it's fun. I love watching uh, games done quick and watching these fast, you know, speed runs and stuff. So, 
but you know, I, I, I kind of do. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. And when I get home from work, like recently, just because like pretty much just this week or maybe last week, we, we got Minecraft Dungeons and I look forward to playing it with Jacob. So that's what I do like. I do like that. It gives us some bonding stuff and uh, we get to do that. And we're, a lot of people are locked down now because of Corona. So it gives us some, some kind of a bonding thing to do while we're locked down. Well, if you have been a listener to the podcast, then you'll probably know the answer to this next question. But I'm going to throw it out there for all you new people that probably haven't listened to the H&K podcast. So do you ever game with your wife and does she ever watch you game? I'd love when she comes in here and watches, man. I really love that. Uh, And she started doing that lately. Uh, If I'm playing, she'll have her phone out or whatever. If we're playing a, Call of Duty, she'll come kind of hang out or whatever I'm playing, she'll come sit in here and hang out. And I love that. And, uh, but she did play when we first started dating or whatever. I think I pulled out and there was a Tomb Raider that was like a top down and it was on Xbox. And it was almost like a little Diablo. It wasn't, I don't remember if it was loot, it wasn't loot driven, but it was like a little puzzle game and you could be Laura Croft or this other guy. And she played that with me and she did really good at it. And we only, we only played it for a little bit and then, you know, kind of stopped. We got Mario out and then she was able to hang, you know, with these Marios that you play two players at the same time and jump around, she's able to hang with that, play Mario party together. She's able to hang. So I'm like, well, she knows, she knows how to do it. And then what she really likes though, is when we played until dawn, we did a podcast about that one. We played until dawn. Um, I got Resident Evil 2. She liked to watch the beginning of that. Then you're running around shooting and you're trying to figure out the puzzle. She didn't really care for that. She just liked the story. And then we started playing Indigo Prophecies, which is a PlayStation 2 game. And the graphics are terrible. It looks, you know, back in the day you thought it was good. It's just kind of weird how bad they look now. But she's like, when are we going to play that again? When are we going to play that again? So she liked that. We did try uh, Detroit Become Human, which was a great game. But, dude, you get some anxiety on that because you can, like, die at any time and the story changes. And I, I'm serious. We had, you know, at one point, you had to cross the street of a bunch of traffic with your robot and, like, a little girl. And you're having – I remember that was – no kidding. Like, oh, I was wow. like, no kidding, like anxiety. <laughs> That's stressful. Trying to cross the wow. street. And it was fast. And there's a guy chasing behind you, so you have to hurry up. Uh, that's a great game. I didn't finish it, but uh, – I yeah, like, I haven't hadn't played it yet, but I was just wondering about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, she likes those kind of games. I mean, that's the story story driven games with real good graphics. She'll sit there and she'll I mean, every night she'll come here. Let's play this. Are we gonna play that game? And then she'll get mad if it's or not mad, but she'll be like, oh, I thought we were gonna play the game. You know, she likes to do that. So, but yeah, I love when she watches. So you've mentioned it before. You've got your game collection in your game room and all and things like that. How does your game collecting affect affect you and your family life you know does that interfere any or is it just like understanding that you're going to collect your games and you're going to do what you need to do to get whatever you want for your collection yeah i mean i don't go spend a bunch of money on it or anything like that i mean uh but it's we i kind of really funny how we got into game collecting again i mean obviously a gamer like we're talking about but I started watching, you know, Angry Video Game Nerd or found that him and then found all this stuff on YouTube about all these retro gamers have, you know, all this content, you know, it's like, dude, I didn't even know this existed on YouTube. So I started looking up all this 16-bit gems and even Happy Video Game Nerd, Gaming Historian, all this great stuff, Metal Jesus, uh, and realized, man, there is a whole community out there with this kind of stuff. And 
And I said, wait a minute, why don't I check out some of these? First, I got into it thinking I'm going to make some money. Like, oh, I'm going to buy. Nobody knows that they're expensive. And this was, you know, this was 10 years ago, maybe. And uh, no, and it wasn't quite that long, eight years ago. And everybody started knowing their expense. Everybody knows it now. Everybody knows they're valuable. And so you can't really do that. You can't flip them that easy anymore. But uh, I started collecting when, you know, Jacob was born. I started feeling like, man, I started watching this on YouTube and all this. And we stopped going, you know, we weren't going out as much because we got a kid now. We weren't doing so much stuff out and about. So you're like, I'm kind of bored. What can I do? And I just kind of got into collecting like that again. And then I really enjoyed it. And I just got the games that I wanted. I don't, I'm not necessarily trying to complete anything. I just got all the games I wanted and a lot that I don't want, that I don't necessarily want new ones that I've played. So I don't really do a whole lot of retro gaming. I do got all the you know, systems to, to play, but uh, as far as money goes, I mean, I'll just go buy it. I mean, it's not really a thing for, for us. We got our finances set up to where, you know, it ain't going to be a, a thing, but I don't, I'm not going to go waste two grand or something like that on a game anyway, you know? Yeah. So what is your favorite game to play with your family? Uh, well, we used to play Mario Party. And that's kind of what we that we had the Wii U and was doing that. And the Wii U's broken now. Jacob broke it, but got to get a fix. Got to get it fixed. But that's kind of all we played together is the Mario Party. And that's about it. We really don't do a whole lot of gaming together now. We kind of do it separate. Like I'll, I'll tell you this, as a family, all of us together, it was Mario Party. As a family with me, all, me and my wife, we had a great time playing Until Dawn. And um, I recommend that for everybody. If, if you got a wife that wants to get into gaming, do that. That's fun. She, they'll love that. And she's not a gamer. Do something like that. That's you know because they're not they're not going to believe when they see the graphics and it's actors in there that are known actors like Rami uh, Malik, and uh, he's in there and you know stuff like that. And they're like. Oh, I know that guy. So they just get into it that way. It's like a movie, but it's kind of transitioned from movies to games, you know? And so then she starts to look up all the stuff on Reddit about all the different storylines. And now she's kind of researching the game and getting into it. So I like that one with her and then Minecraft Dungeons with Jacob by far. So Awesome. Yeah, I haven't haven't dove into what game I'm going to play with my, you know, with all of my family yet. So far, it's just been Mario Kart with my son, Seth. But um We'll get there eventually. He's still five, so that's no big deal. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm getting closer to, um, let's see. I would guess to say, you know, probably amping up some different games for him, but I'm not totally sure about which ones yet. So let me ask you this then, just more of a, I guess, more of a closing thought here because I want to keep this nice and short. Um, what would you recommend for a dad gamer starting out as, you know, basically just had a child, trying to figure out how to make the gaming still fit in their life. What, what, what one bit of advice would you give them? You know, that's a, that's actually a pretty good question because my, uh, my gaming habits certainly changed. I mean, RPGs are my thing and, and while you can still play them, it's a lot harder to sit down and really to get engulfed in a game. And so you kind of changed over to that call of duty. Okay. This is quick. I can get on play a couple matches and be done or I play a, a switch where you can just turn it off and it saves, you know, where you left off or whatever. Just, you get to these little quick bursts like that. You start realizing your gaming time is kind of like not only games with quick bursts that you can stop if you're, if you're needed, but also since you're not going out and hanging out, 
you're starting to play little multiplayer games with your buddies online. Uh, you know, some people from back home, we all get on there and play either a golf game or uh, there's a game called The Forest that we're playing now. So you kind of you kind of tend to veer toward that. So playing games with your bros and uh, and the quick quick fixes. So you know, if you're if you want to be a hardcore, I mean, maybe people are different than me, but you know, at eight thirty. If I want to get on an RPG and I got to sit there and read a story and I'm just watching all this take place, dude, I get sleepy and I'm, I'll, I'll pass out watch, watching that, you know. And so it's not like we used to to where you finish an RPG, go back and play it again and see how it unfolds in this time and get this type of gear and then research it and find that you can get this type of gear and go play it again. Dude, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it just don't happen. So uh, that's what I recommend. And I'd recommend this too. I, I was going to ask this, and I meant to say this when – um we were talking about the kids and gaming, the benefits of gaming. And so from my perspective, I'm a, uh, in the air force and I'm an air battle manager. That's what I do for a living. And an air battle manager, you look at your scope as we call it. It's just basically your screen that shows all the different airborne assets and some ground assets depending on your platform that is out there in the AOR area of responsibility at one time. So there's a lot going on. Okay. A lot going on that you have to have situational awareness of to keep people alive. Um, when you play EverQuest or World of Warcraft, what are you having to do if you are the tank? Well, you got to make watch your threat levels. You got to watch your health. Uh, you got to watch the in, new enemies that can come. You got to understand the different patterns that this enemy may have or this boss may have and how to react to it. Uh, tank is a little bit different because you kind of lead the group. But if you're a healer, you're you're monitoring multiple things. You're monitoring your mana. You're monitoring your uh, party's HP. In other words, you're building a lot of situational awareness. You're getting used to seeing all of these different things and and and, and making decisions based on a lot of information coming in. And they did a study. Um, I don't know who it was, but a friend of mine called me that was a pilot and said, hey, there's a correlation they're saying between somebody that plays games and somebody that succeeds in your career field as an ABM. Do you think that that's a valid study? And I was like, absolutely, because you have to have that situational awareness. I taught ABMs, too, for about three years, three or four years. I still teach some. And you can tell right away little things like, how do you not see this happening? But they don't have the situational awareness. They have to train it. But a gamer, I can tell you play games, don't you? Yes you know, for the most part. And so you learn to kind of take in your environment and, and take in a lot of information at one time, depending on types of game you play. And I would, I'd argue that most games give you that skill, you know, so it's just like everything else though. You don't go hard head first into it and do nothing but game to where you, all your ambitions out the window. And that's what people think about, you know, all he wants to do is sit there and play video games. He wants no ambition and blah, blah, blah. That is not what that means. Obviously if he's sitting there all day and doing it and doing nothing else, that's bad. But just because he likes games, you know, even if it's three hours a day and you're going to sit there and watch four movies, you know, it's like there's no difference. But you won't hear that same argument for somebody sitting there watching TV. And I don't mean to go on my little rant here, but that that is one of my pet peeves. It's the same no, that's people fantastic. That will, I'm, I'm glad you added this in. This is great. Yeah. So uh, but anyway, so that's that's some of the benefits for 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 that. Um it's just that you you learn how to to do that, and I always use the analogy when somebody gets overwhelmed in the air force. I always say, yeah, for this particular uh, career field, I always say, "Do you play Call of Duty?" And they're like, they almost every time, yeah. You play the zombie mode? They go, yeah. I said, okay, you get attacked by a horde of zombies, right? Which one do you take out first? 
And they say, well, the closest one. I go, exactly. Then which one? Oh, the second closest one. Yes. You have to focus on the closest alligator to the boat, so to speak. Get mm-hmm. rid of that one. And then you move on to the next one. It's just saying, eat the, you know, the eat the elephant one bite at a time type of thing. But you got to take care of the nearest threat first. You do it right. You can move on to the next. If you miss the first zombie and you kill 50 zombies after that, you always have to eventually go back to correct your original mistake. By then you might be dead, right? So it's stuff like that, that, uh, <laughs> that analogy is just fun to, fun to do, but you know, you can use these video games for all these different reasons, man. They're not just a complete waste of time. That's all I'm getting at. Oh no, I, I agree with you too. We, we've talked about it on the H and K podcast several times about how, you know, video games are escape for a lot of people, how they're uh, a great stress relief for people and things like that. So, um, I just want to take this time now to say, thank you, Hollywood. Thank you very much for being on the show with us today. Thank you for giving those wise words of wisdom there at the end. And thank you for all of your knowledge you've shared with us. I'm probably going to definitely have you on again. Cause I think you, stirred some more questions in my head for me that I definitely want to ask you and get your feel on, but I think I want to give you more time to talk about it and not just the kind of the 30 minutes that we're doing here for this one and running through. So I'll oh, do I appreciate it, man. I'm honored to be the first guest on here and happy to, to participate and uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, good. Great. So everybody, this is the, um, offshoot of H and K we're calling it the gamer dad chronicles where I'll be the host and I'll be doing a lot of interviews with other gamer dads, but we'll also be talking about other different things. Just want to let y'all know on that. So definitely give us a like on Facebook. If you see us on a- Facebook, that's facebook.com slash H N K E X P. You can find us there and also on Podbean or any other streaming service that you, that you use. Just look for the H and K video game experience. You'll find us there. Um, give us a like, give us a follow. If you want to hear anything from us as far, as far as podcast wise goes, please drop us a comment or a message on Facebook. We'll be happy to respond and try to put together a podcast for that. And if you've got anything to put in, maybe we can pop you on and pull you on a show one time. So once again, this is clear fire for uh, doing the uh, gamer dad. Ah, can't even get that out. Right. The gamer dad chronicles. So thank you everybody for listening to the first episode. And thank you very much, Hollywood for being our first guest. My pleasure, man. Thanks. Thanks.